WRW is Port Huron Northern's Top 40 Station. Here with the Felix and Tim Sports Show. Family Eye Care and Contact Lens Center is a national recognized optometry practice that has been serving Fort Gratiot and the surrounding communities since 1985. We want Family Eye Care and Contact Lens Center to serve your, as your family's eye care practice for life. Give us a call at 810-984-5005. Okay. What's up, Wave listeners? I'm Felix. And I'm Tim. We're back. Yeah, after, new year. after a long Christmas break, the first show of 2018. Uh, it's been a year since we were last on. <laughs> Just kidding. It's been like two <laughs> weeks. Yeah, no, it feels like a year. Missed you guys. Yeah, honestly, it just it feels different because like we actually get a little rhythm going and then we have the day off or the it's week the off. snow day. We get the week off and then it just kind of. But I mean, at least we're it. consistent. <laughs> so <laughs> today we have. A special New Year's show here since it's our first show, 2018. You know, everyone's coming out with their New Year's resolutions in 2018. That's like, let's just do a cheer. Let's just cheer them. <laughs> Did they not even do it? I'm not hearing it, but whatever. All right. Well, I clicked it. Whatever. That was weird. Anyway. But, yeah. So, 2018 starts off with New Year's resolutions. And then, you know, they usually get broken. Yeah. Do, so you, have any, do you have any New Year's resolutions this year? Uh, not really. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no. Go to college. <laughs> yeah. My my first New Year's resolution was uh, graduate. And then <laughs> I was going to kind of go from there. Yeah. I mean that that's pretty key. <laughs> I think I think graduation is uh, step one to anything that you want to do in life. Yeah. That's that's like the base. <laughs> But anyway, hopefully these sports teams, you know, the Detroit teams will follow their resolutions that we give them. But, I mean, maybe, you know, they might see it better than we do. So and Yeah, that's going to be our basic topic of the show. We're going to be going over the usual where we talk about, like, last three games and then the next three games. And then for the, you know, the Lions, we'll be talking about whatever. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to be doing mostly just um, New Year's resolutions for all the teams. But, yeah, so – if you have, say, a New Year's resolution or an idea for the rest of the season for the Red Wings and the Pistons or next season for the Lions. Or for or, us. Yeah, the, or really. for us or the off season for the Lions. You can call us up today at 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160 to give us your New Year's resolutions for these teams. So we'll be doing that at the almost very end of our segment. So if you have any ideas, you know, be sure to reach us out. I mean, you know, I, I got the phone in my hand right now. I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared. You guys just got to call in, and I'll we'll answer it right away. So again, that number is 810-258-3160. 810-258-3160. But we'll get started here with the Red Wings. So their last three games, they were against the. They were all at home against the Senators. They picked up a win there, 2-1. to one. Against the Panthers, they picked up the win, 4-2. to two. And against the Lightning, they lost 5-2, to two, which snapped their four-game four winning streak. Four? Yeah, it was a four. So they had a five-game homestand. They went 4-1, and one, so that's good. But now they have their bye week. So their next game will be on Saturday at the Penguins. Then they play at the Blackhawks and against the Stars. But, you know, it, it's kind of – a sucky time for the bye week to come in at least my personal opinion yeah obviously i think 
I think it definitely sucks just because of how how good they've been feeling lately. Yeah, exactly. And I, I think for the Red Wings, it's good to feel that rhythm of just winning games and, you know, being in games at least. You know, they didn't command these wins. It was 2-1, to 4-2. to two. But, I mean, at least they got in the feeling of, you know, what we need to do to win. And personally, I, I just think that they had it going. But, you know, the NHL introduced this bye week, I think, two years ago. And, you know, for some teams, it's good. Uh, I, I directly compare them with uh, New Jersey because they are 0-4-1 going into their bye week, which is the same bye week as uh, the Red Wings. But, I mean, they are extremely cold for them. But I think it brings a good point that comparing New Jersey and the Red Wings is, you know, it's definitely something it, – it sucks for Detroit to kind of go in on this hot streak, but – it can be a positive to kind of focus up to learn what you're doing right. And for New Jersey, it can be, you know, a positive going in just to say, what are we doing wrong? They just really need to, like, look at some film and then really understand why they're losing so much and how they just can't keep a good win streak but, for a while. I mean, so with it's just the the comparison I, I feel like isn't – you know, very accurate because of one simple stat. And that's because Detroit is kind of panicking to get wins at this point. You know, they're they're fourth in the Atlantic. The Metropolitan is obviously, you know, just eating away at the East. They have both the wild card spots and then the first out, the second out, and the third out. Yeah. Detroit's fourth in the Atlantic, but basically to get in a playoff position, they have to be the top three in the Atlantic. So, and Boston is extremely hot right now. They're third. And then you have Toronto and, of course, Tampa Bay, who is going to be very hard to catch. But, I mean. Tampa's going to be impossible to catch if you're Red Wings. And, and exactly. Wings, and this. It's going to be tough. This skid for New Jersey hasn't really affected them since they're still second in the Metropolitan. They have kind of a little bit of a gap that they can afford to do that. But no team wants to go on a skid. And, you know, hopefully, you know, they want to get back on track. And Detroit wants to keep this hot keep this hot streak going, and hopefully they can do it. You know, coming back off this bye week, they don't you know play any bad teams. The Penguins aren't as good as they were last year, but they're still a tough competitor. The Blackhawks again are almost in the same boat as the Penguins. They aren't as great as last year, but they're still a tough team to get by. Yeah, and then the Stars who have been improving as of lately. Yeah, but you know have been kind of borderline. You know, are they good? Are they bad? We don't really know. See what we're looking at right now. If we play the when we play the Pens and the Blackhawks, the issues are going to be the fact that despite the Blackhawks' record, they're still a scary team. Like if you look at them, like two nights ago, they scored like eight goals against a, not even a bad team. I I don't even remember who they played, but they obviously they they are able to score at super high numbers. But I guess they're just not consistent. Yeah, and, you know they've the Red Wings have beat the Penguins already this year. That was a close game, so you know that they are capable of beating them, but we're going to have to really see how this bye week helps out the Red Wings this year. Yeah, really, and you know, who knows how really teams prepare. Since it's only been two years, like us as fans don't really know the strategy behind what goes on between bye weeks, and you know, we don't really know what teams really do to prepare to come back because a bye week is only really in football. I mean, besides being introduced in the NHL, 
There's no real bye week in the NBA. There's always the all-star break, and there's still the all-star break for NHL. But, you know, for some reason they put this bye week in. Yeah. And it can help teams. It can hurt teams. But it's it's to me, it's the same exact things coming out of the all-star break. So many teams can be hot going into the all-star break and come out extremely cold. It just kills them. But it's, it's brutal. It can go either way. So you can go into the all-star break and you can be extremely good and come out still extremely good. But, I mean, if you're a streaky team, it kind of sucks, you know, being in this position to where you don't play for another week and now you have to come back and try to keep that streak going, especially when, you know, it's not even so much that you know what you're doing right. It's that you're just going out and executing. I mean, if you if you look at, like, last year, the, the Heat in the NBA, they went into the All-Star break subpar. They were, like, last in the East. Well, obviously not last. They were worst teams, but not looking good at all ever since, you know, they lost LeBron and D-Wade and all those guys. But they, they went into the All-Star break, just a subpar team. They came out. And they won like 22 games. They only lost like five to end out the season. They just had a phenomenal, like they knew exactly what they were doing when they came out of that all-star break. And you're looking as a team in the NHL to really do that with your bye week. And you hope to, you know, turn your turn your whole season around because looking at the Red Wings, they got a subpar record. You're super streaky. You win a bunch of games in a row, and then you'll lose a bunch of games in a row. And then you really just want to get – consistent at this point and obviously like it's good to go on those win streaks but if you're losing as many games as you win you're not going to get anywhere and I don't know they just have to figure out how to get out of these slumps and just really really just stay consistent yeah and honestly who knows if the bye week will be good for the Red Wings or not because yeah it, it could be good and they could keep their hot streak which is what we want but again it could be bad and it could just kill their momentum Right now, the stats for the Red Wings on uh, the points, Larkin leads the Red Wings with 34. Goals, Manta has 14. Assists, Larkin with 28. And penalty minutes, Larkin with 39. Surpassed Witkowski. Then the goalies, Mrazek is 3-5-1. and one, with Goals allowed average of 3.78 and a save percentage of oh, – I mixed those up. Save percentage of .885. And Howard is 14, 12, and 6 with a goals allowed average of 2.64 and a save percentage of .916. So, really not a whole lot going on. No, but, but. If, if you look at the rest of the goalie stats, they're not honestly much better. I think the best goalie, you know, goals allowed average in the league is, I think, just below 2. I think it's like a 1.9. So, I mean, a 2.6 this year isn't that bad i remember looking at the quarter pace of the season or uh, of the season and you know we were on track to finish second and the most goals in a season like as a league and i think i think first place was when you know gretzky was playing yeah and when he you know racked up all those goals back when he was a superstar in the league but i mean you're not going to see the great goalie stats when you're scoring you know, historic amounts of goals as a league, not yeah. just as any team. It's true. And I mean, offense is, is just crazy this year. You know, there's there's plenty of players that have, you know, more points than games this season. You're seeing tons of games going into like sevens and eights and your win, you know, goals <laughs> it's it's not even like they're blowouts, but like 
both teams are scoring at least like five goals a game. Yeah, exactly. You're seeing that all the time, just over and over and over again. And you know, it's just a totally new game. It's it's crazy because, you know, the goalies aren't playing great, but it's just these lines in the NHL. You got Stamkos and Kucherov, who are towards two of the people towards the top of the league in points and goals each. And so I mean, it's just these super teams. And they're going not, up not against even, not even super teams, but just. These teams with this amazing line that just scores and produces over and over and over, and no one can figure out how to shut them down. Well, it's just because what they go to is, like, I feel like now in the NHL, your defense is just, like, a lower, a slower version of your offensive line. Like, you're looking for players that can pass out of the, out of the back up to your forwards rather than a guy that can hold down the defensive line and really just be a tough defender. Like, I feel like you're just looking for a guy that can play more two-way rather than just defense. Yeah. And, and it's just – it's all about how they play the game. It's speed over defense. And yeah. Just brute skill. Yeah, like exactly. Force. Really. And there, there's no big defenders going in the league anymore. There's no. just those small, skilled guys who can, you know, shoot really well and, you know, move with the puck very well. And I think Larkin could develop into one of those people – uh, I think maybe he could work on, you know, his shooting abilities and, you know, scoring a lot. But he's doing he's doing very well as being a playmaker. 28 assists leads to the team, but only six goals. So I, I think he's speedy and he has the IQ for it. I just think, you know, maybe he needs to, you know, take a little more shots. Take more shots. Work on the shooting. Just get shots off, honestly. Yeah, but um, anyway... We're going to move on to our resolutions here really quick. But if you have any resolutions for the Red Wings, Pistons, or the Lions today, call us in at 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. And if you do call in, we can say that you are our first ever caller. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure that'll be fun. That'll be a yeah. big test run for us. You can tell so. your kids that. You're the first one on the Felix and Tim radio yeah, show. Yeah, after we blow up, you're going to regret listening and not calling in. <laughs> yep. I'll but, get you guys started on the resolutions here. So, we did three for each team, basically. And we're going to start with the Red Wings, obviously. So, number one, we got stop streaking. This is important. We obviously brought it up multiple times this show so far. Streaking mm -hmm. is very bad for the team. Obviously, it's great when you see that five-game win streak, but it's even worse when you see that seven-game losing streak, and it just kills your morale. And obviously, they just need to get some consistency. Well, you can't. It sucks because you can't, like, yeah. You don't it's have a, it's, full control of it. It's, but a, like, it's a five-game win streak, but yet again, your seven-game losing streak just comes out and nullifies it, like just goes, oh, now you're not even 500. Like this five-game win streak now means nothing because you've just lost five more and exactly. two on top of that exactly and so even sneaking a win in the middle that are like one or two wins in the you know even if you go two and five in the past seven yeah it's still considered a slump but it's that then you're talking about seven wins five losses and it just so there's a positive yeah and then number two someone needs to step up and this is obvious I think it needs to be Dylan Larkin. Obviously, he has shown up in the points, but he needs to show up in scoring. And I don't really. I, for, I to me, me, I think it's someone. Someone needs to step up. I don't think that someone's on or, the team. Uh, yeah, we just need someone. Someone to really just give everyone just an extra push, and just really just step up. And just be a need leader, to explode. Really. Whatever. 
And for the third one, obviously, earlier in this year, I would have probably disagreed with this, but I agree with it now. Number three, we have Mrazek needs to really show up or hit the road. And that's true. We need to... If we're going to trust in Jimmy Howard, we might as well invest in an actual backup. So, I mean, and Mrazek isn't even playing as well as a backup probably should or could. He needs to really step up right now and show that he can be the starting goalie for us. He shows he can be the player that he was last year or the year before, or he needs to go, and we need to use his stock while we can. Anyway, the Pistons are coming up on our next little break here, but those are our New Year's resolutions, so keep it here. I'm probably okay to have one more drink before I drive home. I'm probably okay. I open the window to stay alert. Probably okay. I just popped some gum in my mouth. Step out of the car, please. I probably made a mistake. Probably okay isn't okay when it comes to drinking and driving. If you see a warning sign, stop and call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Can't get enough of 91.9 FM The Wave? Then visit our website at wrwfm.weebly.com and click live at the top to listen anywhere, anytime. Michael's Car Center, your dealer for the People Sales Service Body Shop and Daily Auto Rentals, is located at 4371 24th Avenue in Fort Gratiot and at 365 North Range Road in Marysville. You can call today at 810-385-2909. If you or your business would like to underwrite our program, call us at 984-2671, extension 1836. Once again, that's 984-2671, extension 1836. What's up, Wave listeners? So we're starting off our next section with the Pistons. If you would like to call us in or would like to text us, Give us a call or a text at 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160. If you do text us, we'll read your text over air. We'll talk about it. If you call us, you'll go you know, uh, with us on air. Just and, you know, give us our name if you're sending us a text, and we'll shout you out. Yeah, exactly. It's, just, it's easier, I feel like, because if you gave me the chance to like text a person that I wanted to talk to, I would rather text and call, but that's just me. Yeah, I feel exactly. like a lot of people would want to do that. And honestly, it'd be easier to word your sentences out because then you can look what you're going to write. And then, you know, it's just easy. It's easier for us. We'll shout you out. Just put your name in. We'll read the text off and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I, w- I wonder how they come up. Like, honestly, let me let me just give Let's try you it out. Let me give you a text here. But hang on. Let's just, just start with the Pistons. All right. So, kick it off with the Pistons, and for their last three games, we saw they they played the Rockets at home. They won that game 108-101. to Up next, they played the Pelicans in New Orleans, 112-109. Oh. to I made a little noise there. Did it? I'm bing. <laughs> we got our little text noise. All right, so there it is. There's that. Did you? So, it just came up for my number. It didn't have a name? No. So, if you do text us, be sure to, you know, Put your name down, and, you know, we'll shout you out. We'll read your text, and we'll discuss it. If you have any resolutions for the Red Wings, Pistons, or Lions, or if you want to call us, same number as always, 810-258-3160. Again, that's 810-258-3160 to call or text. So feel free to do that at any point of our show. 
But yeah, in more in more recent news, obviously, last night the Pistons played the Nets in Brooklyn. They ended up winning that game one fourteen to eighty. It's a huge win for them. Andre Drummond came away with like twenty two points and twenty rebounds. Obviously, that's like his fifth game with like a twenty twenty double double. That's insane. Yeah, really. But you know, I thought that was a great game from him. They played really good. For the next three, it's going to be in Chicago against the Bulls, and they are 15 and 27, tied for like last place in the league with their record. And then they're going to be playing the Hornets at home, who are 15 and 24. These should be must-win games, in my opinion. Yeah. They need to win those two games. And then the last game is going to be in Toronto against the Raptors. They're well, 28 and 11. And what are the Pistons? Uh, they are 22 and 18, seventh in the East. Bulls okay. and the Hornets are like tied for 15. It's not bad, but yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely games that we need to win. We need to come out with a two-one at least. You I know, think. everyone at the beginning of the year, I've said it a bunch of times, but they're like, "Oh, this is this is it. This is the Pistons' dream season. Like, woo! Like, get ready, get your uh, NBA championship Pistons shirts." But uh, yeah, it's no. the same old Pistons. They're sitting around 500, seventh in the East, eighth in the East. Probably go the same way into the playoffs. I got some pretty good resolutions for these guys when we get there. Oh, I was oh, I was sure. working on it. I was I'm sure they are they are the me. one that I think you know needs it. There the are most. options out here right now. Trade deadline is February second. We're gonna have a show right before that. I think we should specialize or just focus on that. It's February second. We can talk about trade deadline. Okay. It's February first is the Thursday, so I mean we can do that. Nope, I mean, some moves on Friday then that we'll have to miss and wait for. Yeah, but we're going to be talking about it, go through it. Yeah, hope, hopefully the Pistons can make a move because right now they just have kind they're of a flat. Team. Yeah, exactly. That, that's literally a good word. They're like, just they're flat just team. flat. There's they just nothing. There's no positives. There's no super negatives. They're just flat. There's yeah. nothing great. There's nothing terrible. On the good nights, eh. as a as like as a person that watches basketball and has played basketball, I like seeing people rebound. Like when I see Andre Drummond go out there and get twenty rebounds, I think that's good. But how much it actually helps his team? Obviously, it's good. But if you're looking at like what I'm looking at right now, they are 19th in the league in rebounds per game with 42.1. Yet Andre Drummond is second in the league in rebounds per game. He makes up almost like a half of their rebounds that's a stretch but yeah we'll say say they got 42 last night he got 20 yeah exactly so (laughs) that's all around they just kind of need to step up like you're looking at players like reggie jackson who's only score he's assisting he's got five assists a game and he's a starting point guard and then your all-star quote-unquote all-star tobias harris is only scoring 18 points in the all-star game Okay. No one would vote him. Oh, I would okay. never. I, I, I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I put my I put my votes in. He had no chance. I liked him better on the Magic. He was a solid player. Now he's just. Um, he's I, I didn't like the move when they originally that made was, it. I didn't like that either because Brandon Jennings was just getting hot. You saw Brandon Jennings. They traded. No, the day he came back from his injury, they won seven straight games and then traded him. I thought that was unbelievable. And then they just know. went all with Reggie Jackson, all in. Yep. But now, you know who knows. Whatever. I I think, I think the Pistons honestly want to. Uh, I think a lot of the Pistons want to play for Detroit. I don't think Andre wants out. I don't think there's any negativity in the locker room. 
but I just overall, you know, I think there's good, there could possibly be good chemistry there. It's just kind of, eh, you know, there's no, there's, there's no, no issues. Superstar. There's no issues with the coach. There's no like locker room issues. I don't feel like there's anything wrong. It's just, they don't have the right on court personnel. I just don't think they have that player that really could turn them into something completely different. Is it not going? No, it's working. Is it? Is it working? There's just this weird sound. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The mics are being a little weird, but what can you expect? So, yeah, you know, I don't know. The Pistons just don't – they don't have a huge plus that's getting them through games. It's Andre Drummond, but there's only so much he can do. On some nights he'll score 10 points, and on others he'll score 20. Yeah, and but I just he's not like, – he's not – I don't think he's the reason you're winning games. I think, yeah – Great, he got 20 rebounds and 22 points, but I don't think that's the reason they beat the Nets. I don't no. know what the reason would be, honestly. Well, the reason – A team effort. I, Woo! It was the Nets. That's all I could say about <laughs> it. I don't – There's Obviously, you're looking – I'm watching some highlights. I'll see a couple highlights here and there on Instagram. It's and they're not, the they're not even a bad team. I don't even think they're that bad. But you don't see the Pistons on those <laughs> – You'd never see the Pistons on like the Snapchat stories and you see the Pistons anything. getting dunked on. Yeah. That's all you see. It's just they're just a flat and boring. We don't team. we don't even have like even if we were bad, I would at least hope that we had like a showtime player. We don't have that. Andre Drummond is the best player we have, but no one wants to see rebounds. I feel like I'm the only person in the world that wants to see a guy rebound the ball and get a twenty twenty double double. I mean it's cool and it's like good on the stat sheet, but at the same time, you don't go for you go for the Aaron Gordon, the windmill three sixty dunks. Not he gets the, like two rebounds and like six points, but he did a windmill dunk in a game. Exactly. And they lost like a hundred to sixty. Yeah, but like, like that's what you're looking for, and we don't have yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And you're just you're just looking for someone that draws fans, that draws a crowd, and you know, right now what you know get- the. The ton of excitement about Little Caesars Arena and stuff. Now that's kind of dying down, and you know, both both teams that play in Little Caesars Arena are honestly both dying down. I don't think the Red Wings were ever super hot at any point, but I think the Pistons were definitely super hot starting off the season. What like eleven and two or something crazy they like made that? It to like, I want to say like fifteen and five. Yeah, and then it's just it's just kind of. You know, you if if that's right, fifteen and five. Ever since that's that, good. they've been seventeen or seven and thirteen. I know. See, you're looking at it here. Like early in the year, there wasn't much of a difference between your home and away stats, but now there really is. You're looking at that basic record at home, like how they started the season. We're playing thir- We are thirteen and five at home this year, but we're nine and thirteen away. So our away stands are definitely just literally killing us for some strange reason yeah and it just it affects different teams playing away on that big crowd kind of sucks but you know you got to get through it if you're a good team you got to win on the road and that's not an easy thing to ask for we got to step up and you know who's who's going to step up on the pistons i don't know We, we don't know yet 
Tobias, maybe. We hope. But I mean, he's our he's our leading point scorer. It's just eighteen point. It's going down. Yeah, it goes down slowly. Reggie's I think has gone up like point two point, or something. Yeah, like point something. Andre Drummond went from first to second in the NBA in rebounds, but his rebound total has gone up. I think he's still leading the league and <laughs> leading the team in steals. I feel like the Pistons are just going on a downward spiral, and I think if they continue this, it's going you know, to ruin their season, honestly. It's going to drop them out of the, the playoff race in the East, and you know they've always been around 7-10, to 10, but hopefully they can finally you know, cash in and make that good playoff run, maybe get a higher seed in the playoffs. But anyway, as we get to our resolutions here, be sure to call or text us at 810-258-3160. Again, if you need it any slower, that's 810-258-3160. And, you know, I guess texting us gives it a little noise that it pops works. up on the uh, on the radio you'll, station. You'll so know. You'll, you'll know, know when, when your text sent. And, you know, if you call in, we have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to figure out soon. But Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. So I'm going to do the Pistons resolutions right now. You tell me if there's something like I'll you totally don't agree with. All right. I'm not looking. Number one, this one might be a little sketchy. You know, okay. it's give or take. I say we shop Reggie at the trade deadline. What am I? Yes or no? Yes or no. Do you think we should shop Reggie at the trade deadline? Um, I think as a point guard, he's only averaging on what's out there. He's only averaging 13 points. I feel like we could yeah, survive the season on Ish Smith if we no, don't get anything. No, Ish Smith. I don't think Ish Smith is a starter. But he's he plays point guard. He can actually play the point guard position when he gets out there and plays yeah, 15 minutes a game. When, he can drop like when was eight Ish Smith a starter in his career? Uh, he did start a little bit at um. Philadelphia, I think. Or no, the Suns. He played a lot for the Suns while Eric Bledsoe tore his ACL. He was a solid point guard down there. Yeah, but I, I don't think he's just really starting caliber. I don't unless, think he is Well, either, unless we get another point guard for Reggie Jackson, but there's no way someone's going to trade us head-on point guard for point guard no. for receiving Reggie Jackson. I just think we need to get a stronger point guard, a person that can play the point and really So, So what you're saying is dump Reggie – Rely on Ish Smith and look to go for a point guard in the future. Or draft. Just try to find just find something. You don't have to drop Reggie now, but just move someone that plays the point guard position better than he does. So get a point guard in the upcoming year. Just figure it out, I guess, really. i Ish Smith is a good backup and he can Ish hold Smith us down is a for good a while. Six, man. That's see, like he can hold us down for at least the time being. Avery Bradley used to play a little bit of point guard in Boston in his rookie year, so he at least knows how to play it. But whatever. This one, I, I feel, feel like, like I feel like the Pistons just don't have enough to rotate right now they to don't. make a move. They don't. But here, they don't have a bench. Here's the thing. Number two is my second resolution is the one I think we actually really need, and I think we need to acquire a three and D small forward or shooting guard. Avery Bradley's a decent three and D, but we need a guy like I was looking at. The person that's available right now that I know of is Nikola Miritich from the Bulls. He's a power forward, which would, you know, fill our very, very bad power forward area. It's like our power forwards are like Reggie Bullock, John Lear, and uh, Anthony Tolliver. No, I don't Who even would, think it's him. It is. Is I it? Think. Is it? It's, it's Anthony Tolliver. Those guys. 
Oh, Out of those guys, why would you want any of them to start? Nikola Mirotic is a three. He can stretch the. He can literally stretch the floor, and you know you can focus on him. And like, if you're gonna pull out like the people in the middle who you know usually would be guarding Andre, because why would anyone guard John Luer when you can guard Andre Drummond and just double team him in the paint, and he's literally deemed worthless. See, okay, I'm gonna be honest here, and the Red Wings and Pistons both have this issue. I feel like it's impossible to talk about the off season. And things to come because it feels like I'm in a chokehold when I talk about these teams. Yeah. I, where? Like, yeah, we need a 3 and D power forward. We got nothing. How? Man. We have nothing. What are we going to offer in a trade? Reggie. What are we going to get in a draft? What are we going to do anywhere? I think uh, we've, we've done this with Stanley Johnson trying to draft someone, and he's okay. It, it would be probably the same way with he's a power injured, forward. Though. But the thing is, it just feels like I'm in a chokehold. We can't do anything. We can't make a move. And I feel like there's no GM in Detroit that's willing to make a move. I haven't seen a move made for the Pistons. That's a big move. They're just we got Avery Bradley, who's not a headliner. He's good, and he now he's like the second best on the Pistons. He's but decent. the Pistons are flat, like you've been saying. And then you go back to the Red Wings, and there's just no one. There's just nothing. You see Dylan Larkin. And it, it's just, and I can't even it. talk about this. It's We're bad. in a chokehold. I feel like the only option we have that would kind of give me somewhat of, like, you know, relief would be, I guess the only person we could trade here would be Reggie for Miritich. They both have kind of really bad contracts, I think. I don't know how many people would I pay. don't think. I have no idea what the Bulls situation is. But. Miritich's situation is interesting because he came from Spain. Okay, go go from your The last third. one is find more ways to score. We just really need to focus on I think, moving the ball out of I the paint I think it needs sometimes. to be more concentrated scoring. So I think Tobias Harris. It's all in Harris, the paint. Well, no, it just needs, like, someone needs to score more. It's not the team scoring. It's someone needs to score more points. Tobias Harris needs to score 30 points or more in more games. He needs to step up. The following is made possible by Dad. Why was the basketball court all wet? Because the players kept dribbling all over it. <laughs> the Dad Joke. Corny, groan-worthy, but also one of the simplest ways to share a moment with your kids. Why do you have to be careful when it's raining cats and dogs? Because you might step in a poodle. <laughs> and kids that spend more time with their dads grow up to be smarter, more successful. Can I tell you a cat joke? Just kidding. <laughs> and with any luck, funnier adults. Why didn't the skeleton go to the dance? Because he didn't have any body to go with. Dad jokes rule. So take a moment to make a moment and give your kid a laugh. <laughs> it's as easy as going to fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. <laughs> That's really funny. Hey, Timmy, what are you listening to? Only 91.9 FM The Wave. Don't they play today's hottest hits? Yep, so keep listening here for top 40 sports, news, and entertainment updates. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to mooch off your friends. Whoops. Whoops. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm honestly getting sick of this. 
Okay, so this this has been a reoccurring theme. I just got sick of it. I just skipped that halfway through. You, you'll, sorry. you can hear it. You after. can look up feedthepig.org. That's basically what the PSA is about. Just feed the pigs. Yeah. So if you really are that interested in it, you can look it up. Anyway. It's free probably. So you our can. third segment never plays. It's the same talk bed, and it always just gets skipped over. So, and, uh, and uh, we've expected it now. So we just move one of the ones back down. See, and half the time it just keeps skipping, so you just keep hearing ads and ads. Whoa! <laughs> and Felix is so mad he just ripped out his headphones. But it, <laughs> so we we need to get that fixed. See, this is what happens when when we're just we have our whole setup going. We got our hot clock set, and we just have all these drops and PSAs in our talk beds, and it just randomly it's it's basically just scrolls through in order. And it's all automatic. We don't do anything. And we're fine the whole time for the first, you know, 35 minutes, 40 minutes or so. And then we get to the last talk bed, and it just skips right over it. It doesn't even, like, play through it. It's just, it's still highlighted like it's going to go, but it's not. And it just goes straight on to the next thing, just like it didn't even happen. So we have to pull down our old talk beds that we used and put it underneath that so it actually plays the talk bed. Which yep, is, it's stupid. And so yeah, sorry about skipping that PSA, but again, if you want to check out Feed the Pig, go to feedthepig.com or and yo whoops.org dot org. and uh yeah. yeah, go check them out. I have no idea what they're about. It's something about money. Okay, yeah. So if you're interested in money, which we all I'm much interested are, in money. Go check to feedthepig.org. But anyway, you can also go to 810-258-3160 and call or text to get in on this show that to is, share your New Year's resolutions for these teams. Again, 810-256-3160 and be the first official text or call. Oh, no, we're never going to get one. And that <laughs> Here's is not- my New Year's resolution. Here's our show's resolution to get a call or Hopefully text. Hopefully we can get it from, one. Other, from other than you. One. Yeah, and that, that number again is 810-258. 3160 and that is not Just a website one. that is not a website so you don't need a dot com or a dot org you just and you don't put need to phone. type it in to a google browser you just have to use you know your dial phone at home or you go into your phone and hit the call button you know the big green app with the phone on it and then you go to the keypad there's some numbers you're going to type that number in and you're going to call us or you can text us and do the same thing if you don't know how to but text anyway. then i don't know why you if you're scared that you're going to miss our shows at all, you can go to podcasts on Google Play or iTunes, search our show up at Felix and Tim Sports Show, and we should come up, you know, hopefully. I've, yeah, I've subscribed have, on that. I have no problem finding us. So I've, yeah, yeah we, we're both subscribed yeah. on Apple. Yeah. So you get a little it's, notification every time we upload. It's super easy. I, yeah. I did it myself. It took me like two minutes. I just typed in my name and Felix's name. And I found it in like a second. Yeah, but um, yeah, exactly. So you know, it's easy to do. You know, if you're afraid that you're gonna miss us, you can listen to it anytime. This is all recorded, so feel free to subscribe to that, and you know, listen whenever in case you're gonna miss us live, or you can listen to us anywhere at, you know, the Simple Radio app. Yeah. With Streama, just search Simple Radio for Google Play and iTunes, and that should pop up. But yes. Episode. This is episode seven, the first one, 2018. 
We're excited for the new year. Hopefully we can go a whole new places with this new year, our final year of doing the show. I mean, it's sad. It's been, but what, I don't know, two years now? Basically two years. We we first did this, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. We were yeah. just... We were uh, we walked into the side room, recorded for almost two hours worth of just hockey and basketball and football, and this was for like a project in our broadcasting class, and now we're going on. Yeah, air. and Mr. Neal got really mad at us because he was like, "Aren't you supposed to be in your sixth hour?" And we were like, "Oh, whoops!" They yeah, we just missed. We missed like two hours worth of school. So yeah, so th- that just shows how much we enjoy it, and it's certainly you know been a highlight of the high school career here yeah. but anyway you know be sure to call us and subscribe or call in yeah. or text call us or, call call or text us really and you know be sure to subscribe subscribe to the podcast or listen live however you can but we appreciate your feedback and you know just to say that you listened even you know will make one of us smile yeah so you know it's always know. nice to hear but anyway yeah. we'll move on to the lions here we got some season stats. Now that the Lions season is over, they did not make the playoffs, as we all know. Oh, and I wish we had yeah. a button for that, but all our buttons are broke. So yeah, so the uh, Lions. I can, I can do. I can do the stuff. I can do okay. all the stats. You can. You can do a little rundown. I'll do the rest of the stats. Does that mean I go? I can go. <laughs> these are the stats right so here. These are the so stats, you go. Right so we got total first downs for the Lions. It was uh, 296. Their opponents had 350 for first downs, rushing, passing by penalty, 58, 210, and 28. And then That's for the, for the Lions. So they had, that was for the they had 58 first downs from rushing, 210 for passing, which we obviously know is a, a fact because yeah. our running game sucks. Yep. And we have 28 first downs by penalty. For the and opponents, then, we had they had 110 for rushing, 205 for passing, and 35 for penalty. Yeah, it seems like the opponents, you know, it might not seem like it. And Detroit's defense might be pretty prestigious, but they got, they got a lot of first games. downs on us. So uh, that might be some uh, an aspect of the game that we need to clean up or is our, you know, defensive yards per game almost, yeah. you know, get them out of that rhythm. You know, three and outs are always key to get the ball back, get your rhythm going, keep your offense on the field. It's definitely what you want to do. Yep. For third down conversions, we went 81 for 209. Our opponents went 74 for 194. For fourth down conversions, we went one for nine, and our opponents went eight for 15. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. It's you know, hold bad. them at about 50%. Yeah. It's not bad, but, I mean, going one for nine for ourselves kind of sucks. That, yeah, that definitely sucks. For total offensive yards, we had 5,404. Our opponents had 5,692. For our offense, we had 975 plays. And an average yards of 5.5. Our opponents had 1,030 and 5.5 as well for average yards. For total rushing yards, we had 1,221. And for our opponents, they had 1,800. Yeah, that's definitely an aspect of the game that we need to clean up. Yeah, that's uh, for sure. Running offense and defense, really. Our defense kind of it, it looked good like the first weeks when we were playing well. And then towards the last weeks, really, it kind of just shut down and teams were running all over us. It's true. So it's definitely something that the Lions need to clean up. So for rushing, uh, with the amount of plays, we had 363, and the average yards was 3.4. 
And for our opponents rushing, they had 432 plays and 4.2 average yards. Yeah, and, and you can see right there is that the, the opponent has a very high average. 4.2 is a lot because if you think about it, any play that you run three times in a row and your average yards per gain gets you a first down, that's not good. Yeah. So if they ran a running play three times in a row, technically they're projected 12.6 yards, which is a first down, which will keep their drive going from rushing. Yeah. So that's definitely something that we need to clean up. We need to, you know, start making better tackles. You know, a, lo a lot of our cornerbacks, there are a lot of younger guys this year. They would always, you know, they wouldn't make that tackle in the open field that they needed. And it might not have looked, you know, that, like that much. I know it shined some areas of, you know, some areas and some times of the game where it was like, oh, you should have made that tackle. They just gained an extra 10 yards. But those little two-yard gains can, you know, be a difference between a third and long and, you know, a third and four. Yep. So, you know, you definitely want to stop them as soon as you can. You want to make the first tackle. You don't want the running back to get any yards after contact. Yep. For total passing yards, we had 4,470. Our opponents had 4,120. For passing, we had 374 completed, 570 attempted, 11 interceptions, and 7.8 average yards. And then for our opponents, we had 366, 570, 19, and 7.2. That's kind of funny that we threw the, the same, exact same exact same amount of attempts for passing but we completed just a little more had less turnovers which has been you know the line's downfall which is good that we're starting to clean up the turnover game a little bit yeah it's impressive for sacks we had 35 for the opponents they had 47 yeah and, and that's not all of us to blame the injury bug hit our offensive line yeah. really hard this year so yep. definitely some new guys out on the field and you know, it's never bad to get experience, but you you don't want third strings playing because you don't expect them to play. No no hate on them, but you, you just know. don't expect them to play. Yeah, like, you, why would you expect the third string to play? You don't more want than the them to play string. with the first team offense. Exactly. For field goals, we went thirty for thirty-five, and our opponents went twenty-three for twenty-nine. Pretty average. Yeah. For touchdowns, we had forty-six. Our opponents had forty-four. Uh, touchdowns, we had ten rushing touchdowns, twenty-nine passing touchdowns. Two returns and five defensive. And then for our opponents, they had 18 rushing, 21 passing, zero returns, and five defensive. For our time of possession, we had 29 minutes and 48 seconds. And for the opponents, they had 30 minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah, and so that's pretty average throughout the game. It's pretty even. Yeah. And our turnover ratio was a very good, you know, point of our season, plus 10. So, yeah. Uh, you know, some some positives to wrap up this season. And we have a lot of positives that we can look back looking at these stats. But a big downfall here is the Lions free agency coming this offseason. The Lions unrestricted free agents and restricted free agents. Lions, I'm pretty sure, have a total of 17 unrestricted free agents. Uh, it doesn't yeah. look like that. Maybe just uh, there's, 17. There's a lot on this list. Yeah, there, let, this let, let me count. Two, four, six eight ten twelve unrestricted free agents that's a lot so well and we didn't actually yeah it's 17 because we didn't name the people who were kind of like man like benched yeah. like you know didn't see them this season so, so the lions unrestricted free agents they're they were listed on the website from biggest name to smallest name i'm pretty sure at least i i'm not sure maybe it's some other way i i don't know 
But anyway, we'll get this started here. Ziggy Ansa will be an unrestricted free agent. Big part of our defensive end. I'm guessing he's you know, going to want a pretty big paycheck, even though he didn't have as great of a year as we know he can. And he's injured. so Yeah, and he... He was injured most of this season. You can't expect just battling injury back and forth. You so. can't expect to get a huge contract if you're injured for the entire season. Mm-hmm. I don't. And then Haloti Nada, also injured. tackle. He was also injured, you know, for the back half of the season. But, you know, he's a big piece. He's definitely, you know, a big guy. You always need to double team him. But he is pretty old. So interesting to see what the Lions will do with him. To hear Whitehead, a linebacker, Nevin Lawson, a cornerback who is a young guy who is developing. And he could turn into something pretty well. I I could see us easily re-signing him. Travis Swanson, our center, who was injured with a concussion yep. for you know the last few games of the season. I think you know we should keep him. He's been you know besides the injuries, he's been playing you know pretty good Solid. for a young guy that he is. Um, more unrestricted free agents: DJ Hayden, Tavon Wilson. Don Mulback, which is the long snapper for the team, usually those guys get re-signed. So I, unless we draft a long snapper, I don't really yeah. think we have a reason to get rid of them. Yeah. Paul Warlow, Don Carey, Darren Fells, and Dwight Freeney, which was just signed from the Colts uh, this last season. He's pretty old. So interesting. Another interesting one to see. You know what we're gonna do with him. Restricted free agents are TJ Jones, Zach Zenner, and Brandon Copeland. And in case you don't know what restricted free agency means, it means if they get offered a contract that is better than their contract would be, then they can. They have the option to sign with that team. It doesn't mean that they will, but the Lions still have ties to these players. TJ Jones, Zach Zenner, and Brandon Copeland, who was injured. He's another young player who could be, you know, great. Yeah, could be, you know, develop into a good player, but... You know, Zach Zenner, that'll be interesting. He was moved into the backup role. And T.J. Jones, who is, you know, kind of a fourth slot, fifth slot wide receiver. So interesting to see, you know, what they'll do with him. Yep. But anyway, we'll move on to our resolutions here. I, I got it. We got four of them. We, I got, yep. Yep, we got four. So I'll, I'll do the, I'll do all the resolutions for the Lions then. Okay. So for the first one, we got sign key players off of the free agency and maybe make some risky moves. Yeah, I, I think that's important. I think maybe the Lions do something big because try it. They've had this playoff team that's supposed to make the playoffs and they're not. Quote unquote playoff. So let's make Just something happen. Let's make some move. Roll dice. Yeah, <laughs> here go for it. it. Who cares? Uh don't wait too long for a head coach, but make an educated decision. I think a lot of what a lot of people want is one of the the Texas offensive coordinator, I think it is. I'm not sure who all of our candidates are. I really haven't looked into this. But, you know, the Lions just got to, you know, be smart on this decision. Jim Caldwell, I don't think, wasn't a bad coach. It's just he didn't get the team where it needed to be. He didn't have a terrible season with the team. But he, this is a playoff team, and he didn't get it to the playoffs. So someone's got to go where, you know, we're going to get rid of him, you know, and see how it goes with the new head coach next season. Yep. And for number three, we got get a run game for next season. And I agree. Yeah, definitely an important part. 100%. I agree. If, if Stafford just had another piece to his offense, that would relieve him so much of just, you know, having to throw on first and second down and all this stuff. 
So, yeah. I just really, I just really hope that he can get some support. And, like, you know, all the greats need a good running game. Yeah. Look at Drew Brees and the Saints in the playoffs. You know, Drew Brees has Kamara and Mark Ingram who can easily take the load. They didn't in the first playoff game. Drew Brees kind of carried them through the Carolina game. But at the same time, these veteran quarterbacks need another side of their offense so that it can be dynamic, so that it can be successful, so that defenses aren't predicting Stafford's every move and just calling throws when he's going to throw because he's got nothing else he can do. Yeah. And I think this one is probably fan favorite. Everyone wants this. And number four for our resolutions is a playoff run next season. Exactly. This team is a playoff team. They need to make the playoffs. And there's going to be some big problems. Expect to see some huge moves if you do not make the playoffs. Hopefully. But, yeah, this team has been waiting too long. They've been on the cusp of the playoffs for too long. This is this is an urgent matter, I think, especially for the new head coach. And I, I, I said it. I said, if Caldwell doesn't win out the season, he's going to get fired. Yeah. Because well, that, regardless yeah. regardless of making the playoffs, we should have won those two games. We yeah. lost to Cincinnati. Guess what? Caldwell, you're done. I, you know, if you won out and didn't make the playoffs, you know, hey, 10 and 6 and didn't make the playoffs, that's not too bad. But you, we would re-sign him for one more year and say, you don't make the playoffs, you're done. But now this new head coach is going to have – He's going to take the hot seat. He's got a lot of weight on his shoulders. And he's got he's going to have good a good team to deal with. And, but it's just going to be what can the GM do this offseason and, you know, what the head coach can do with this team. And hopefully it can be great things because I think the Lions do have potential. But anyway, going to more NFL news to wrap things up. We have the NFL playoffs, the divisional round. Falcons at Eagles, 4 o'clock on Saturday. Titans at Patriots, 8 o'clock on Saturday. And then we have the Jaguars at the Steelers, 1 p.m. on Sunday. And the Saints at Vikings, 5 p.m. on Sunday. Definitely the game to watch is the last game played. Saints at Vikings. Whoa, that scared me. Um, But definitely the game to watch is Saints at Vikings, 5 p.m. on Sunday. Um, But, yeah, for my predictions, Falcons at Eagles, 4 p.m. on Saturday. Personally, I think the Falcons will take this one out. Yeah. Um, the Eagles did not look good against the Cowboys. I don't. I don't care who they played. They lost six to nothing. Nick Foles played. I think they played their starters because they have to get used to this new quarterback now that Carson Wentz is out. Nick Foles played terrible. Got replaced by the third string quarterback, and he did not score a single point. And their run game couldn't score. So I think Atlanta takes this one. Matt Ryan has enough playoff experience. To beat this Eagles team, and I don't think their defense, I don't think they're one-sided enough to win the game. Even though Atlanta's been shaky, I think that they can, you know, get over this Eagles team, who's been the best in football this year. But without your starting quarterback, you know, they're not the team that they were. Titans at Patriots. I think the Patriots take this one pretty easily. I don't think Marcus Mariota can really pull off another miracle like he barely did against the Chiefs. I just don't think he's developed enough. I don't think he's a great playoff quarterback. I think I think he just needs more experience in the position. No, I think he's just too much of a dual threat. I don't think That's that true. he can lead, you know, a great team, especially with the Titans, a bunch of mistakes there. Eric Decker at the wideout spot had 
ton of drops in the first round. And along with the rest of the wide receivers, he could only throw to Delaney Walker. And, you know, you'd like to see a close game here, but I think the Patriots take it pretty commanding. And then you have the Jaguars at the Steelers. No problem here. I think it's the Steelers. The Jaguars played a shaky game against the Bills. Blake Bortles didn't really prove himself. I think we're going to see another one of the famous rivalries, Ben Roethlisberger against Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game. Once again, those two teams have been doing so great since the 2000 mark. And, oh, my goodness. You know, again, that's what we're all saying. But we're, we'll all watch it, I'm sure. And then Saints at Vikings, game of the week there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's going to be, you know, a great, great game. I could see it going into overtime possibly. But I think the Vikings take it by a narrow margin because they've just been playing great, and I think they've just been playing long enough to know what they need to do to win. Their defense is one of the best in the league, and they're one of the. I think they're the first football team since they started counting these stats to be in t- like top ten in rush offense, rush defense, pass offense, and pass defense. So I think the thing about them is that they can pick your weakness and they can attack it because they have the tools to attack your weakness no matter what it is. So I think the Vikings pull it out there over New Orleans. But that's all we have for you today. Stack the papers in the background a little bit. But yeah, catch us next Thursday, 3 to 4. NBA trade deadline. Really? Probably. Just kidding. No, no, just kidding. Yeah, just that's kidding. Like, that's like we got time. We got time. So, yeah, catch us next Thursday, 3 to 4. We'll be live. Hopefully, we get our first call, our first text. Be the same number. So, hey, write it down this week. Call us in next week. We'll take what we can get. But thanks for tuning in. It's been another great week, honestly. This was a good show. I liked it. Yeah. This one was a good show. And but, we... I mean, they're all good shows, so expect this more often. Actually, just expect this every Thursday. Because this is what we do every Thursday. Yeah, you can end it now. (laughs) All right. Well, keep it here, 91.9, and we'll see you next Thursday. Bye, guys. Keep it here on 91.9 FM The Wave to hear about your Port Heron Northern Husky sports. You're listening to the new 91.9. Well, not really, but now you people have more of your favorite DJ. I don't believe you people. What do you mean?